0: Restaurant Unstoppable, Episode 249. Are you ready for it
1: factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest
0: as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Are you short on time when it comes to training your restaurant staff? Well, if you are, don't worry. I'm sure you're not alone. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. You can find that light by visiting Tipsy for a whole library of video courses delivered by world barista champions, leading sommeliers, marketing gurus, and customer service superstars. Learn more by clicking the Tipsy banner in the show notes. If you choose to subscribe today, you'll get a special 50% discount. Because your Restaurant Unstoppable listeners, get on it. With excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Peter Kerwin, a.k.a. PK. PK, please tell me you're feeling unstoppable today. I have to say that I am. Yes, that is what we like to hear. So, PK is the director of marketing for Wisetail and has been with the company for nearly five years. In that time, he's seen Wisetail grow into a multi million dollar company with more than 1 million users and over 50 restaurant clients. Wisetail was founded in 2009 in Bozeman, Montana, and has grown 100% per year for the past five years, becoming both a rising star in a disruptive force in the fields of e-learning, learning management systems, and employee engagement. WiseTail uh, serves an elite group of discerning restaurant and hospitality clients from the Cheesecake Factory to Chopped to Shake Shack and the Think Food Group. I mean, you guys got so much going on. Obviously, I'm just scratching the surface of who you are and uh, what your group Your uh your service has you know just achieved in such a short period of time, six, seven years. Um, and you're on the show today because I've had just a handful of people say amazing things about wise tale. And I had to find out for myself what makes you guys so awesome. So here you are to teach us more. I can't wait to learn. Uh, I guess I'll just pass it over to you now to kind of uh, dive into that inspirational, motivational quote or mantra. What do you have for us?
1: Yeah. Uh, thanks, Eric. Um, our mantra is, uh, we power great places to work, and so I think that uh, you know really the really the history and the meaning behind that is uh, in our space in the in the software for online learning or e-learning space. Um, the, the the history of it is really compliance based. So if you go back into the 80s and 90s, it's about delivering training and then have the organization be able to uh, just pull reporting on that for to you know to make sure that the. The people have taken the training. And so from our perspective, um, from the very beginning of WiseTail, we've been about employ, uh, employee engagement, empowering people, recognizing folks, and it all comes together on, under that mantra of powering great places to work.
0: That's really great. I love it. And it's, it's interesting because... Um did you say that the the company started as compliance? Like, were you more focused about making sure these restaurants were meeting compliances, um, and then you, you kind of evolved into the the bigger picture of culture, branding, and community, all that?
1: Actually, no. Um, the The learning management software or LMS world is its roots are strictly in compliance, and so um, when our founder Justin originally wrote the software, um, the intention was not only to mimic um, consumer facing social media software, but also inspire and engage the learner. Mm-hmm. Um, the more the carrot philosophy, as opposed to, um, giving them things they must do and then punishing them if they don't, the stick philosophy. So we're squarely in the, uh, in, in the carrots side of that spectrum.
0: Awesome. So what, uh, let's, let's talk more about, I guess the, the creation of wise Tail. why it was created. So, uh, I mean, what started it all? Like what was going on in the industry and where did the the founder uh, you know, what what was his aha moment to create this service to serve the industry?
1: Absolutely. So, so first of all, you know, it it may not be in your, in your everyday uh, world um, about what a learning management or LMS software is. It's just a way for um, employees to log on um, and take training online. So if you've ever taken any higher education online, That's um, technically e-learning, and so our software allows individuals, whether it's a team member, a manager, or someone in leadership, log on with an internet-connected device and take e-learning. So just to kind of set the table there, that's the world that we play in. Most folks have experience with it, um, but they may not be familiar with the LMS or learning management
0: system. Cool. Uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, so, I'm sure we'll probably dive into this. No, just forget it. I'm gonna, I'll ask you later. You're on a roll. I'll keep going.
1: Yeah, you bet. <laughs> um, so the, the initial, uh, the, the WiseTail LMS began because Justin, our founder, um, at the time, this is uh, 2007, before WiseTail was even an official company, uh, he and his wife owned several day spa and yoga studios, uh, three locations throughout Montana. And if you've been to Montana, there's great distances between them, and you know, in a uh, in, in a retail and hospitality business like that, there's a lot of uh, training from soft skill training um, down to safety and etc. And so they were feeling this pinch, uh, Justin and Stephanie, like very personally about how to train their employees. They did everything from live. Um, universities to uh, DVD training that they videoed that they sent out to the locations and nothing was really proving to be effective to get that consistency, but also inspire and engage while really developing the skills of their workforce. And so Justin's got a background in programming and and large data systems. Um, He and Steph were uh, at a a conference in in New York city and he wrote on a napkin, um, you know, e-learning, online learning needs to feel like Facebook, because when they went to the browser history of their employees, they were all on these social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram at the time. So what he did is he set out to just write the software to see if he could do it, one, and then also, so Sage, which is the name of the spa, they could use it themselves, and if you flash forward a year, um, he had written the software, and then if you flash forward, I guess you know, um, seven years now, with, uh, with Wisetail being around since 2009, that software has evolved into um, present day, where we have, you know, 30 employees in Bozeman, Montana, you know, over 100 clients, and uh, millions of users in our systems, um, it all grew from that initial need, that pinch that they were feeling at Sage.
0: No, I think it's really uh, interesting that you, you bring up the whole like They started around the, the significance of training and inspiring and engaging. And I made some notes here as I was just researching uh, the company and some of the things that I really saw that were significant um, about uh, what you know WiseTail does to serve restaurants. And I mean, what I've noticed with successful restaurants uh, is that what they really do well is they, they provide their team with the tools to be successful. Uh, they know that it's their job as owners or managers to, to implement the systems processes, procedures. So their, their team can do the best they can do. They also uh, convey they, well, they know their own ident- identity. They know their brand, they know their mission, they know their culture and they're crystal clear about that, but they also communicate it really well to their, their people, to whoever they're attracting onto themselves to grow the, the brand, to grow the business. And it seems like wise Tail kind of serves those three things of just, uh, the tools to, to educate the help you get clear about your own mission and then to communicate that mission to your team. Am I off by saying that?
1: No, you're right on. And I think that, uh, th- those three items are exactly what, you know, our clients uh, are doing with our tool. Um, It's always a little bit different, but from the beginning, we've had great partnerships early on. We had some really influential clients like the counter burger and especially the cheesecake factory Mm -hmm. who have been clients with us for over five years where they've helped, you know, sort of shape our software. And we've been able to, we had a philosophical, you know, alignment and agreement early on about empowering and engaging. And we've been able to really grow our software, our product, based on feedback from these these really amazing restaurant brands. So what you're saying there is, I mean, you know, certainly getting their, you know, excellent restaurants, they get their people in the right place to have success, Um, they're communicating certainly their culture and their operations. Um, and then that cultural feel that you have, if you've ever worked in a restaurant where, you know, you're working with the, the people that are on the shift with you, it really does have a family feel. Um, being able to bring that into the online environment, sort of represents your culture is a, is a key component, especially when you're talking about all the challenges they face from turnover to the millennial workforce to rising minimum wage. It's, it's an endless onslaught of sort of these operational challenges that you can combat with um, finding the right tools that line up with, uh, with your business needs.
0: Awesome. Well said. So I'm curious, uh, this learning platform, uh, from Sam, I'm the restaurant owner. If I'm the manager, am I creating content, then uploading it to this platform? Or do you guys have an archive or library of content created that you can then access and put and plug into different learning platforms? Like how exactly does it work? Yeah, exactly.
1: So, um, it's the former. So, our software is the, is the platform, um, really the delivery mechanism for your, as the restaurant or hospitality, or, you know, we have clients outside of the restaurant field, but, um, that you fill up with your own content to deliver to your community. So, um, it's very different in that from, from other learning management software, uh, um, products in that it's fully branded and represents the individual company's culture. So it is not, you know, your employees do not log into Wisetail to consume uh, their content. You know, they, they they log into an individual identity for their individual uh, company and then they they do consume the content that they create. So Um, We we are a firm believer that to engage the end user, you need to put yourself in their their individual perspective. What's their user experience going to be? And um, up until now, we haven't uh, delivered any prepackaged content through our tool. Although we have produced some custom content and partnered with our clients, and we're sort of exploring what that next stage of, being able to help them with the content pinch looks like. But as of now, um, we're partnering with them to set up the software. So it's dialed for their organization and then they put their own content in and deliver it to their community.
0: Got you. Thank you for explaining that. Um, So when I was doing my research, when I was kind of digging through the website, I noticed uh, that there was a point system going on. So what, what does that point system, uh, what exactly is that? And how does that affect the end user?
1: Yeah, good question. So, Points in our in our tool is just one one way that you can uh weave gamification into your online learning. Gamification is an industry term. Um it, it's really just borrowing from games uh throughout the, the course of time, whether it's board games, more specifically, um uh you know, games, online games, video games, etc. Um the points system in the in WiseTale LMS really represents ways to engage the user uh, by tapping into their competitive nature, into their ability to want to uh, achieve um, in the environment. So every action in our system is associated with a point value that the, the client sets up, Every from logging in to communicating to completing a module or course to sending a recognition message. And then a leaderboard is created as you accumulate points. And you'd be surprised at how effective that is just because it's transparent, and we're recognizing the learners for positive behaviors, mm-hmm. um, how, how much that drives engagement, as opposed to a very, um, well, I should say, in other learning management systems, you're going to have a very siloed sort of uh, uh, experience where you're just really checking off a list that you need to um, that you need to complete, as opposed to having the whole community the look and feel. So the point system is just a way to drive engagement.
0: Okay, cool. I'm curious, has, has any of your clients or have any of your clients used, uh, this point system to kind of reward or like when you hit a certain milestone or if you break 200 points, uh, like then you get like a extra five days vacation or something like that. Like is there any, have people gotten creative with, uh, trying to use these points to kind of reward their staff?
1: Absolutely. So it can happen in a couple ways. Uh, One, virtually, you can add just different levels for um, accumulating the points in the system. But then some of our clients in the restaurant space have attached it to um, merchandise. So, you know, trade in a 1000 points for, um, you know, these items that are on the list. So we we actually have seen folks take it out of the virtual world and put it into the, the sort of concrete rewards based on points.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, just to kind of summarize where we are, what we've learned thus far about Wisetail. Um, so, Wisetail is a platform that we can use to basically systematize uh, and put order, procedure in place for training and uh, communicating our brand, our mission, our culture to develop that community. Um, and it's really important because, I mean, one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that the more you can uh, systematize, and I hate to say automate because I feel like that's a lot of I don't know, it takes a soul out of the, like the whole idea, but if you can put procedure and standardization into your business, um, then you can then start doing things like tracking your business. You can start doing things like m- removing yourself from the business so you can get away and do work on other projects or take a vacation, for example. And this is just one area where we can systematize and put order to our business and then also communicate that brand, that vision, that, that, that overarching, uh, just Purpose uh, is that a good summary up to this point,
1: Eric? I think it is. Um, one thing that that we've seen, and especially in the restaurant world, is that um, what well, we don't bring in the the procedures and the policies. What we find is that you know the companies that we work with um, either they they don't have online learning, but they do have procedures in place. Whether it's live training, whether it is three ring binders or paper based. Um, you, know, you know, training procedures, especially as they've grown from, you know, single location on up to several hundred. So, you know, we, we, we work with them to figure out how we can take what exists presently and then put it into an online environment that also works hand in hand with that shoulder to shoulder training. So, um, really what we're doing is we're helping, helping them take what works right now and moving it online in a way where it can be consistent, where just like you said, people can be accountable and you can track it centrally. So there's no, you know, hidden challenges or hurdles. Um, so, so I, I, I don't want to say that the folks that we work with didn't have procedures in place before we got in touch with them. We're just helping them move it online, become more efficient, and then uh, through sort of working with WiseTail and being in touch with our client community, they can learn from one another. That's something where uh, it is unique for our company where we, uh, we have live conferences and quarterly meetups in different cities around the nation. And... A lot of times the folks that are in training or learning and development are just solo operators. And so by joining WiseTail, the, especially the restaurant community is very strong with over 50 clients. They can reach out to a peer and say, hey, you know, Eric, what are you doing at restaurant A to combat this, you know, manager and training program? I love um, that. It can all be facilitated through the software. So um, usually it's about how do we map, how we take what you're doing right now and just make it more efficient, move it online. Mm.
0: Awesome. Um, and I love that you um, don't just kind of supply your clients with this tool to help them move their training to an online platform I and mean, you smack them in the ass and say, go, go, you know, good luck, go get them. You really you know, help them uh, use this tool and uh, provide them with the tool so they can get the most out of WiseTail. And that's what you're talking about is a, a combination of Collab and Apex, correct? Is that what, what you're talking about right now?
1: Absolutely. And so... We, we have a 90-day uh, a implementation program, and uh, that's very quick for a software, especially if you're a large organization. Um, and through that, we have a, a live training, so a day and a half training, either held here in Bozeman, or we travel to their their home location, which we call a CoLab. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's also unusual, um, just in terms of the level of service. We have a whole department, so a third of our company is for servicing our clients, and we call them the CX group or Client Experience Group. And and so after that implementation, we still have weekly, monthly, or bi monthly calls with our clients to help them with uh, really whatever they're working with. So it's it's a true partnership. I know that a lot of companies say that. I could introduce you to our clients, and you could talk to them, get it fresh from the horse's mouth, but. We want long-term partnerships. So the more we understand their business, and we can help them, you know, configure and deliver the training uh, through our tools best possible for them, uh, the more successful we'll all be.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's just uh, that whole value added too with just being able to have access to this community of successful entrepreneurs. Because like some of the names, the restaurant groups I mentioned, like uh, Shake Shack, so that's Union Square Hospitality, Danny Myers restaurant group, and then you have Think Food Group, um, uh, Garcia's, right or um Jose Andres. Yeah, yeah, Andreas, that's right. I mean, these are some people who have some amazing teams and if you use a service like WiseTail, then you have access to these uh, this community like Apex where you can really go and cl- you know, collaborate and draw from these great minds and these great restaurant groups. So I mean, that's a whole nother side to this I didn't really even consider before uh we started this conversation. That's cool. Yeah. Um,
1: just to to clue the uh the audience in on what those are. Um, Apex Live, it's, it's an implementation of our learning management software for our clients. So there's over 300 administrators in there that, that that's how we deliver product updates and they can communicate with one another, share best practices. Um, we have a conference in Bozeman once a year in October where it's been growing Uh, Twice every year this year, we expect over 200 of our clients to to fly in to, again, share best practices, talk about what's new in the industry, and get updates on the product. Um, And then we do have quarterly WiseTail on the Road. Our, Our last one was in New York City in May, and we had... 20 of our clients we met at the Ace Hotel. So these are these are brands that you're talking about. This is the Dos Toros. This is Shake Shack. We have clients outside of the restaurant space like Soul Cycle and Bonobos, but it's coming together um, to share these best practices, learn from one another, and then also Wisetail delivering them insight on where to go from here through our uh, CX group
0: awesome um so i mean one of the things i really want to do before we move on is uh really put this. the i'm kind of jumping around here but i re- i think it's a super important that we focus on the significance of culture the significance of your brand uh getting super clear about that and we're going to talk about that but first let's just take a minute to thank our sponsor when you're running a busy restaurant it's pretty hard to find time for training Well, Tipsy has a whole library of video courses from industry experts, including world barista champions, marketing gurus, and customer service superstars. Get your staff watching Tipsy courses and watch their growth help your business. With Tipsy, scheduling training, tracking skills growth, and measuring engagement is a piece of cake. In the hospitality industry, we never have enough time, so training often falls away. But as management legend Andy Grove says, the only two ways to improve performance are training and motivation. Tipsy provides both. Click the Tipsy banner in the show notes to find out more. Because you're Restaurant Unstoppable listeners, you'll receive a special 50% off your first month. What are you waiting for? Get on it. All right, let's bring the conversation back to how Wise Tail can help us with our branding and our culture in uh, communicating that to our staff. Yeah. We have our guests always talking about uh, just knowing why you exist, the, you know having your why, and then communicating that to your uh, your team. And to me, I, I feel like on top of all the learning and creating the the process, the procedure, the systems to to teach the or the the framework to be able to do that effectively. That plus being able to really onboard people and get them excited about why your restaurant exists. Can you talk to that and why that's so important before we move on?
1: Absolutely. I, I think that, you know, to use an example that a lot of us in the restaurant space have have seen, we've all, and if you haven't, you should, we've all been to a Shake Shack. And so the branding is so tight and the experience down to the color of the straw in your drink is just perfectly on point and you know that's typically you know marketing it comes out of the marketing and that's for the uh, you know external for the consumer but that sort of that brand alignment down to what the you know the writing on the men and the women's room doors how it matches the the fonts and whatnot so that's something that I think that we all can understand externally that you want your brand to always be consistent for the for your guest or for your customer however you describe that. We feel that internally it's, it's just as or more important to have that same kind of brand alignment for your employees. So, you know, if, if an employee for Shake Shack were to log into their system and just see, you know, a standard generic, you know, learning environment with a little Shake Shack logo in the upper left it would immediately sort of break that reality for them. And so, you know, if you went into their system, you'd see just as much attention to detail in terms of design and brand in their online, you know, behind-the-scenes, employee-facing tools, and that's consistent across all of our clients, just using Shake Shack as an example. And so how that connects with culture, Eric, is that, you know, your employees, especially the younger millennial workforce that we see in the restaurant world, you know, they, they have such a... Carefully curated online world where all their tools are dialed in for them, their social media and whatnot. If you don't have a super tight brand for your learning commu- communication internally, you're going to lose their engagement. And so, um, and the final point of that is if you, if you do design that brand for the internal communication, it can feel like your culture. What we say is that we, we, we want to learn about you, but we, more than anything, we want your system to look, feel, and sound like your restaurant does in real life. So that when your employee logs on to the online environment, it feels like walking into one of your locations and it's different for every company. And that's a huge competitive advantage because it allows you to grow leaders from within, to retain clients. It, it allows you to combat some of these, like, you know, like really stringent operational challenges that restaurants face. Just by, you know, upgrading the learning communication environment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this this next point I'm going to make might seem like a stretch, but I really don't think it is. I really think it it, it, it holds uh, weight, and that's that. You know, today with the the generation of people who are coming into adulthood, who are working in restaurants, people like to call them millennials, but I hate that word because I am one, and it's just a weird word. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, these people, uh, people like myself, like I go to work, I do this podcast every day because I know I'm serving a higher cause. I know I'm helping people. I feel like my work is going towards something. Um, greater. I mean, I'm talking about tapping into those higher needs. And part of those higher needs are just feeling like you belong to something, feeling like you have people who uh, share your vision, share your mission, share your passion. And part of what you're doing with this social platform, this work social platform is you're giving people a a platform to connect with each other uh, beyond just showing up to work and really making it about a community uh, making something that they can uh, or making a way for people to interact with their coworkers in a, in a way that they're very uh, used to because they grew up with social media with these, these different uh, social platforms and it's more, almost more intuitive for them. Is that, I mean, is it tapping into their higher needs to have that uh, sense of belonging in a part of something? Is that a stretch?
1: No, it's not a stretch at all. In fact, it's, I think it's a competitive advantage for restaurants in particular that understand that and that are going to invest in these internal tools. So, You know, two things that happen technically with our software. One, there's a community. So each individual has a profile, and then you're part of the community. So you can, I could go into our system and see your profile. I could send you a recognition message. Um, So it's not a nameless, faceless online environment. Um, So that's the first point. The second is that our our software stimulates two-way communication. And so it's not just training material that's being delivered to the team member. Um, each individual user can upload um, their own content and share it with the community once it's been approved. And so, what that means is that it, th- those two components right there—you know—you give each person a voice and you ask them to share their thoughts and expertise or cultural pieces. Um, it connects these these communities online like they are in real life. And I, I don't—I don't think it's a stretch. I think that you could go even further. You may not like the word "word millennial." It's kind of a e-learning buzzword. Um, <laughs> we gave a presentation on this last week, but but sincerely, it's it, it it's changing in how you identify and how you connect with that younger millennial workforce with your online training tools or in real life as well. It's changing, and so you know, really inspiring the the the, the bulk of the American workforce right now into you know like believing in the mission. And, and, and being able to see a professional path of development, those are huge things to engage that. I mean, it allows you to retain people longer. It allows you to see which leaders are, are, you know, are ready for growth. And ultimately, it helps you grow as a company.
0: Mm, absolutely and then like i said earlier like just feeling like you're contributing to something that's greater than just a job and not only do you provide this platform to for two-way communication to have your own identity to, to belong to something greater but like you instantly get that brand of essentially what your brand is is just an like a and a it's a a description of who you are and why you exist and the the ways you exist. And that gets smacked right there across their face from the very beginning. And it's crystal clear as to why they work for you, um, which I, I can't put enough emphasis on because we talk about that a lot in the show. Um, awesome stuff. Uh, one other thing, unless you have something on the tip of your tongue that you want to add to that.
1: I do just like contributing to a higher, higher power. One thing that we've seen in our system Um, Do you remember when the, you know, the Ice Bucket Challenge, the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge was really taking off, Um, and it was kind of out there, and it was sort of big on social media? Oh, yeah. Um, We had several of our clients, it spread like wildfire through their systems, because basically they were able to share those videos of their team members, their leadership, their managers, like, responding to the challenge, and so you know there, there's no other way to capture that and so we had you know, uh, Zoe's kitchen you know out of, out of Dallas a great client of ours they had hundreds of video based submissions and it went like wildfire around the company awesome. but that only happens if you have the mechanism for you know for them to share those cultural stories so that was that wasn't even about company success that was about them as a company contributing to a higher uh, you know like a higher goal and making a difference but it's really about storytelling. How do you tell those stories? How do you capture those stories? You know, how do you, you know, if you're in Birmingham, Alabama, how do you, you know, know what's going on from a location in Plano, Texas, unless you have a way to connect those um, connect those folks in those different communities? So um, I think that, uh, you know, uh, last point before I move on from this is that, you know, how, how you set up your system, it, it appeals to your employees like, like, They are customers themselves. And so when you set that up and you give them consistency, it it allows you to create an emotional connection and help build a connection to the mission um, if you're consistent as an organization. So those are two things that were sort of, uh, you know, you sparked in me.
0: Awesome great stuff, great addition to just kind of wrap up and close up that uh, that discussion there, but one other thing I think we need to talk about p k is uh, the we may, we kind of touched on these are the some of the features that you have listed on the website we talked about the learning management side of it we talked about the social media or the social collaboration part of it, the user experience part of it. one thing we haven 't really touched on yet, which I think is really worth talking about is the significance of the reporting and the, uh, analysis you get from this tool. And I'm going to lead it with two quotes or two ideas, two thoughts shared from past guests. One is from Nick Cirillo, uh, and in his whole trust in track management style, you need a way to track things. And another person who really is a huge advocate of tracking in metrics is Ari and He says, uh, you have to measure it. You can't, uh, lead anything. You can't Put anything into place, any system, any procedure in place, unless you can measure it. So, uh, trust and track in just measuring things so important. So, let's talk about how we are measuring uh, using WiseTail.
1: Absolutely. So there are there's really, I think, two components of that. Um, you know, the first is the reporting that 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 you have access to for the yeah. online learning. So this would be the completion of a course or a module in the system itself. And so there's heavy reporting features. Um, It takes you, especially if you're not tracking presently or if it's not all in one place or the same and consistent, it allows you to see, for example, if you have an orientation course that uh, exists in the system that all new hires have to go through, you can pull that report um, whether, whether you are a, someone in leadership and training and operations, or even if you're just a manager, you can see the data just for your location. Um, it allows you to see everyone who's been assigned that course, everyone who's, who's begun, who's completed, and then you can filter that down by location. So I think that. Being able to have that reporting easily available to who needs to see it is one of the components that we would really thrive on. That's feedback that we've gotten from our clients. It needs to be the data I need, but also, you know, it needs to go to the right person. That's why a manager of a location or a regional operator needs to see 10 locations, um, for that same information. And so that can be, um, everything from, Module 1 course completion to uh, system engagement, system activity, user-contributed content. Um, We can look at all the content in the system. So the data is there. We track everything, and then we do provide that um, to our clients in in, in various ways uh, for them to see the online activity.
0: Yeah, I mean... just uh, while you're talking, I'm this envisioning this person, right? Um, why I think this could be something of value. Like, you bring on like five new people, four new people, whatever, a certain amount of new people, and you put them through the training. And then you can track, you can see who's really going to be taking that work seriously. Cause there's going to be that one person who's a rock star who on the surface might not really appear like a rock star. That might not be the most, uh, extroverted or the most outgoing, but. Um, You know, behind the scenes, you'll be able to see that. Like in, you know, four hours, they sat down and they got through all the training and they really committed to it. And uh, I feel like just being able to see, like, you know, underneath it all, like who's really putting the time in, who's really committed, you know, who who is this important to? That might really help you make some great decisions down the line when it comes to promoting people, to um, deciding on who you keep, who you don't keep, that that type of thing. I mean, do
1: you want to add to that? No, I mean, that's, that's totally accurate, and I think that, you know, um, the, the, the ability to track that online learning is a key component, but, you know, something that you may or may not be familiar with uh, in the e-learning world, that's called blended learning, and that's basically combining on-the-job training with e-learning. And so, for our restaurant clients, we've just pushed out some new, um, new functionality, which are observation checklists. And I'm sure that you've either heard of them or, or heard them called something. So not only can you track what's happening online, but you can combine that with some real-world skills building. Um, one of our clients, uh, Chopped out of New York, they're using observation checklists in a really interesting way where they're over that orientation of the week, they're actually observing someone chop in real life and, and timing them. So you can, that's the true, true combination of the on-the-job training and then having all that data live online in a consistent way. And so um, absolutely, it's, it's an essential. You we, we see that you know, our clients that are, are really, really tuned into the data, they can analyze it and then they can make decisions based on information um, in a real consistent way. Awesome. awesome.
0: Great stuff. Um, I think I've covered most of the things that really stood out to me, uh, things that I think were pertinent to bring up with what you're doing at WiseTail. Is there anything we didn't discuss that you think would add more value to this conversation we had?
1: You know, I, I, I guess it's a general point is that, you know, i have probably heard terms that sound like industry term or corporate talk or e-learning talk. I think that's you know, a system like WiseTail for a restaurant, it's not just a fancy way to incorporate um, technology into your business or really change what you're doing. We look at it um, very much like a POS system, however many, 20 plus years ago, where um, now it's just widespread because it, it adds consistency, you know, and it allows you to do things uh, where you can connect it to your food costs and whatnot. So. That if you're if you're finding the right LMS and and you know it, it matches up with what you need from a system, then it's not just incorporating technology for technology's sake, but it can really help advance those things you're doing well. Can it can help you improve on things where you may be experiencing challenges, and it should be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of our you know uh, some of our clients that are doing the best their systems are fun and vibrant, and yes, there's training that's happening right alongside peer-to-peer recognition, cultural stories, operational communication, and um, there's just, you know, I I have a feeling that your audience, you know, many folks are going to say, I of course I believe in, you know, online learning, I've experienced it, I I see the value in it. Um, What what many may not have seen is that you know is it modern is it fresh is it easy to use can you get to it on a mobile device uh, is it easy for the user and then is it you know vibrant and does it represent our culture
0: one thing you said that really just resonated with me on that tear you just went on was that uh it's about you know educating and giving your in, in like teaching Uh, your your people, life skills. I think you're talking about the checklist, the observation checklist. And I mean, that's really what it's all about. I mean, at the end of the day, we as owners or managers really are mentors and it's our job to develop these people, not just within the business, but to give them tools when they move on, uh, resources to to show them what, uh, an operation run right looks like. And these, these skills that they can take on with them for the rest of their lives. And with a platform like this, with these tools, like you can really educate people. And that's, it's about growing other people. It's a, this whole industry is about other people and what you do for other people. The best way you can serve, uh, your inner guests, your employees is by educating educating them and developing them. This is a great way to do that. Um, just really wanted to drive that home because that is so important is just that aspect of educating your people. Um, you've been great. This has been an awesome conversation. Uh, we wrap up every conversation by calling somebody out. So who's one independent restaurant operators, uh, a great, uh, guest mentor you think would be, uh, for my listeners.
1: Uh, you know, I thought about that, Eric, in prep for this call, and um, we have a really great partner out of Bar Louie. His name is Charles Eller. Uh, we call him Charlie. He's their educational content creator, and um, he does a fantastic job with their Wise Tail system, which is called the Backstage. It represents their culture. It has a rock, rock and roll, edgy feel that represents who they are as an organization, And I think it'd be fun to get his perspective about what he's doing, not only from a system perspective, but also he's doing some great stuff in terms of creating this content um, on his own in-house. So he does a lot of filming of his own videos, a lot of video-based content, but uh, it's creative, it's fun, and I think that your audience could... You know, no matter where you're at, if you're someone who's doing training for a large organization or you have a small restaurant can draw from some of the, 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 the fun but effective things that Charlie's doing over at Bar Louie, we'd be happy to make that intro.
0: That'd be awesome. Thanks. Look out, Charlie, I'm coming after you. And let the folks at home know how we can connect with you if we want to learn more about the service you provide or if we just have some questions that weren't really answered in today's interview. How can we connect?
1: Absolutely. Uh, wisetail.com is a great way to learn about our company and our software to read up on some case studies from our Mm -hmm. restaurant clients. Um, So that's a great first reference. Um, If you want to send me an email personally, it's PK at wisetail.com. You can also send one to marketing at wisetail.com. If you want to have a personal conversation or have any questions about what we're doing, um, and then you can hit up on the socials, which you can find on our website as well.
0: All right, I'll have the links in the show notes. This is episode 249. So head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash 249. You'll find all the links right there. And I just had a question that popped into my head, something I'm curious about. Um, do you serve smaller restaurants? Where do where do we start in our our evolution of uh, restaurant ownership? Like, when would Wise Tail be a good fit for us? That's a great question.
1: I think that it kind of it can happen in two different ways. If you're going on just the number of employees, you know, two hundred and up. Under under that, we do have clients that have less than two hundred employees, but. You know, there's an investment, and typically it's multi-locations as well. So if it's a fast casual operation where there's a lower number of employees per location, it could be in the, you know, 15 to 20 locations before an investment in something like WiseTail is where you want to go. But we still do talk to Folks that are smaller, um, typically it's either when the number of employees grows. So it could be a large one- or two-location restaurant or when you've expanded and you want to scale. Mm-hmm. So there's not a strict number on that, but when you start to – Um, You know, either travel becomes an issue, you have so many locations where consistency is is becoming a challenge, or the number of employees that you have is just becoming more than you can manage on your own. That's when a system like ours um, really comes into play, especially if you're looking to springboard and you're looking to grow rapidly. So if you're at 10 but you want to be 40 in two years, um, that's an opportunity for us to, to come into play. Also, if you have a really complex High-end experience. If you look at a Think Food Group, for example, one of the reasons why it was a great fit between our companies is because you can offer individual branding, but then there's also a, a ton of complex items that they need to release on and the menus and the drink. Um, and finally, if you're if you're franchised, so um, if you're an operation where either you're you're growing or you're looking to extend training out to franchise locations where you don't have Corporate control, but you want to offer consistency and then tracking. Um, that's another place where we come into play.
0: Does that answer your question, Eric? Yeah, it does. It kind of made me think a little bit about how the differences between, like, say, a restaurant group like, um, like Think Food Group, or you know, and then you have Shake Shack. Or what about is Danny Myers like using uh, this with Shake Shack and all of his other concepts, like Union Square Hospitality or uh, whatever uh, you know. T- um, I can't think of any of his restaurants right now, but there's a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, you, so just, do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Shake Shack, yeah, we're just in Shake Shack right okay. now.
0: So, um, how does that work with restaurants that are like all similar concepts, like or the same concept in like a chain versus a a restaurant group with like say five or six different concepts? Absolutely. Um,
1: so, if you take like a, like Shake Shack, which has you know thirty locations or something like that, twenty or thirty. Um, The, the, the training is consistent throughout under the Shake Shack brand, and then it's, the community is divided up by location or region.
0: Okay. Um,
1: If you take a concept like uh, M Street, which is out of Nashville, and you should check them out, they're great as well. But they're, each, each location has its own unique identity. we have a way in our system to have one overall brand for the for the entire um, system, but then break up each individual location or sub brand into a sub home uh, head home page. Okay. So for technically, we can handle that, and um, it's really great for these umbrella organizations like the Think Food Group or M Street, where they can uh, um, where they can essentially have one umbrella, but then break it down and really segment the training it's different and have it be brand specific for each individual brand.
0: Cool. Interesting. Thanks for clearing that up for me. And, uh, see, is there anything else? Uh, I think that covers all of the questions. Uh, we were supposed to wrap up, but I kept having more things pop into my head. Thank you for being patient. Um, just some final thoughts, uh, to really kind of summarize what we were just talking about. I see more and more, Uh, failure is when I have my guests uh, sharing their failures. And a lot of that time comes when they're going from two locations to three locations or one location to two locations, and it becomes just too much for them to handle. And I think that's, I mean, if you're at that point where you're starting to expand your restaurant group and you need to start putting order in place and systematizing and really providing structure to to do things right. That's when uh, a tool like this was really impactful to help you structure and uh, systematize, all aspects of your business, business parts of your business that you wouldn't usually systematize before, but when you get bigger, everything, all those moving parts get really hard to manage. So that's a great time to really put structure in place with a tool like WiseTail. So uh, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. Um, This has been a great conversation um, just on culture, on systems, processes, procedures. And I mean, we covered a lot, so uh, there's no questioning PK. You are unstoppable. Thanks again for joining us. Cheers, Eric. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, my There's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So a couple of things before I let you go. I'm now offering free one-on-one 15-minute chats. If you want to get inspired, if you need to get just a little motivation, or if you have some questions about some of the things we talked about on the show, you can now chat with me for free 15 minutes. Head over to Restaurant Unstoppable to find the links. Don't forget that we have a complete list of all the books and resources our past guests have recommended. These are the books they read, the resources and tools they're using in their restaurant, the tools that are helping them be successful. A whole list archived right there at restaurantunstoppable.com. Don't forget to use my links if you really want to give back to the show. If you want to show your appreciation for all these episodes I'm putting out, the best way to support the show is to simply use my links when you discover something new that can help you in your restaurant. Thank you in advance. Also, keep those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. And I can't finish without reminding you to keep those emails coming. I love your emails. They fire me up. They keep me going. Tell me who you want to hear from tell me what you love about the show tell me anything i'm here for you just shoot me an email eric at restaurant all right that's all we have for today i hope you're enjoying this journey as much as i am thanks again for joining me until next time peace out